when you build technology products, particularly as a startup, you have to be hyper-focused. It's so easy and so tempting to make your product for everyone. Best ever listeners, before today's episode, I want to invite you to join us in Keystone, Colorado, February 20th through 22nd. It is the 2020 Best Ever Conference. And not only do I want to invite you to join us, I want to invite you to earn 15% for every ticket that you're responsible for selling should you join as an affiliate for the conference. Great way to earn money. And also, if you're planning on attending, great way to pay for your ticket, essentially. You get enough sales. So you can go to BEC20.com. And in the top left corner, it says earn 15% as an affiliate. You can click that, join the affiliate program, and you got all the resources that you need to share the good word about the best ever conference in Keystone, Colorado. And we will be talking more about this on future episodes. But for now, go check out BEC20.com and that affiliate page. You can earn 15% as an affiliate, and we will see you in Keystone, Colorado. Best ever listeners, today's guest is being interviewed by Theo Hicks. You know Theo, he's with us every Friday on Follow Along Friday. You're going to get a lot of value from this conversation. So with that being said, let's get going. Hello, best ever listeners, and welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Theo Hicks. I'll be hosting today's episode, and today we are speaking with Yakin Fletcher. Yakin, how are you doing today? I'm super good. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. And thank you for joining us. I'm looking forward to our conversation. Before we get started, a little bit about Yakin. He is the founder and CEO of Nest Egg, which is a platform for property management and maintenance that makes being a landlord refreshingly easy. So we'll definitely dig into that. He also has worked as the CTO and VP of products at Expedia where he built and led multiple teams, developed award-winning products. I actually use Expedia to book my recent trip to Cincinnati for work. He is based in Chicago, Illinois. You can say hi to him at Nest Egg. It says Nest, N-E-S-T, Egg, dot rent. So Yakin, before we get started, can you tell us a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now? Sure. So I've always been a tech guy, worked in technology all of my professional career. And I've always been fascinated by how technology and how data can help people with ordinary, everyday frustrations that they're often not even aware of. And I think my time at Expedia was one of the most transformative times of my career where we spent a lot of time looking at travel, something that happens out in the real world, and how we could better support that through technology and data. And I think we fundamentally changed how people travel. And I think if you you look at what we used to do, I think this probably dates me, I guess, to a lot of your audience. But anyone remembers the days of a travel agent where you would have someone in a store with a big glossy catalog and you would go there and say, I want to go on vacation. And they'd flip through some pages and they'd try to figure out where you should go. And they'd talk to you about prices and packages and they'd take care of all the arrangements and then you'd get some paper tickets. That was a big deal. And in that scenario, you had a lot of power and a lot of access, kind of, I guess, locked up into the hands of a small number of experts. And if you look at what we've achieved in travel, we've democratized that by taking that access and that power and that information and disseminating it directly to the people who need it and who want access to it and who are benefiting from it. And now 
we don't even think twice. There are people who've never used a travel agent, you know, and people are going on more trips and more vacations than ever in, at any other time in history now because it's so easy and it's so accessible and the information is available and we take it for granted, but that's a major transformation. And it was amazing being part of that journey and just seeing how technology just totally disrupted, but then lifted up an entire industry. And then as a small real estate investor myself, I got more and more interested in buy and hold real estate investing and building up a small portfolio of my own. And then I started to hit some of those exact same frustrations. Where is the expertise? Where's the information? Where are the great automated technology tools that help me build and maintain a profitable portfolio and take care of my future income? And I saw the same pattern emerge in real estate that we addressed in travel. And so that's what drew me into this. And that's why I founded Nest Egg. When did you found Nest Egg? We started in 2017, North the beta in the Bay Area. And in 2018, we got our proper round of VC funding. Any, any startup people listening will, will have appreciate what's involved in that. In January this year, we launched in Chicago. So it sounds like you applied the same concept. You kind of already said this, but you applied the same concepts that you did at Expedia, finding what frustrates people and then creating some sort of automated tool that alleviates that frustration. Do you want to maybe walk us through how you specifically identified this particular frustration with property management and maintenance, and then how that went from just an idea to you actually starting a business and creating a product that, as I mentioned, alleviates that frustration? Yeah, for sure. So let me do my bit to summarize a good year plus of work in a quick and punchy answer for you. So I think everything starts with understanding the space and the customer. So we used very practiced, standard market research, uh, user research methodologies that we've been using for years in the Bay Area and Silicon Valley to draw out insights about what's missing and what's difficult about property management today. So step one was gaining those insights. So through various techniques, we found out that really the hard part and what was really missing was for people who were reasonably new to the property management and who had reasonably small portfolios. So I'm talking people two to three years into being a landlord with less than 10 properties. That's the ideal customer that we've specifically tailored our product around. And as a general rule, I think when you build technology products, particularly as a startup, you have to be hyper-focused. It's so easy and so tempting to make your product for everyone. But this is for everyone, any kind of landlord, any kind of property, any size portfolio. But I think if you do that, you end up making a lot of very generalized features that become very ordinary and common and don't necessarily exactly match someone's specific frustrations. So to talk through what we did to kind of make that real, as an example, when we identified this sub-segment of landlords, these reasonably new people with small to medium portfolios, we found a handful of main pain points that they had. The first one is one of cash flow. These are people who are just starting out in their real estate investing journey. So often they've really leveraged themselves a lot to get their first few properties. So cash flow is tight month to month. Exactly when expenses hit, exactly when rent is clear, things like that matter. So that was insight number one. Insight number two was they don't have an existing network of trusted 
contractors that they know to deal with all the maintenance, that they know will do a good job, we'll charge them a good price, go and we'll stand behind the work. And the third one just comes down to just confidence. Without access to the expertise of someone like a property manager, there's so many things they don't know they don't know, if that makes sense. So we designed our product exactly around those three features. And when we did some initial research, because obviously step two is always go out there and find today's solutions and try to figure out why people aren't happy with today's solutions. Why are these pain points still pain points? If other prop tech companies exist, if other real estate companies exist. And what we found was all the guys out there already doing things for kind of small independent landlords, they were really focused on the online things that are at the beginning and the end of every lease, right? So finding a tenant, listing the property, background checking potential tenants, signing a lease. Those kind of things are, I hesitate to use the word easy, but they're now becoming what I would consider a commodity. You have so many options for doing things like that. But once you have someone in your property and they've got a leak under the sink, you are on your own. That is your problem. And then you have to find a contract you can trust. You have to figure out when the tenant's available, when the contract is available, take care of the scheduling, make sure it gets done, make sure the contractor gets paid, make sure the work is reasonable. There's a lot to it. And we didn't find anyone really taking that pain away. That's what we did. So the features that we've rolled out so far, maybe to touch on that, is the core of the platform is about that maintenance, right? Once you have a tenant in, they're there for 18 months, two years, two and a half years. And during that time, you're going to have four to six small to medium maintenance jobs go wrong. That's what's going to happen. And you need to be able to resolve those quickly. So our product, we like to think of it as kind of like the help desk for landlords. So a tenant will report a maintenance issue to us anytime 24-7. We diagnose that issue, figure out exactly what's wrong. We figure out a price for it. And then we notify the owners. So as a landlord on our platform, you'll get a notification in our app to let you know there's a maintenance issue. We'll let you know what was reported. You'll see a before image. You'll see our diagnosis of the issue, our recommendation, and a price to get it fixed. And if you want us to go ahead with that, all you need to do is tap the button, and then we take care of everything. So we find the right contractor. We have a big network of contractors that we've onboarded, that we've verified, background checked. We track the quality of their work. We stand behind every job they do. And we take care of scheduling, the timing with the contractor, with the tenant, with making sure the job gets done. We take care of paying the contractor. And then you charge your credit card once you're happy. And then that way, everything is taken care of with a tap. And that's dozens of phone calls down to one tap. And then we stand behind all the work we do for 14 days. We actively monitor repairs to make sure they stay fixed. That's the core of the platform. That takes away that major pain point of what do I do if something goes wrong? Because today, if something goes wrong and you're a small rental owner, your whole life is thrown into disruption while you desperately search around for someone who can go out and deal with it. So we take care of that. And then the other major features are around this cash flow issue which again is unique to newer landlords with smaller portfolios. So we have several features for that. One is we're doing some very differentiated things with rent collection. So we are the only platform who will pay you your rent in advance. So if you use rent collection through us, we will guarantee you available funds in your account right up front on the first, even if we don't collect from your tenant until the 10th or the 15th or the 5th or whatever. 
And that just takes a lot of monthly kind of crunch mm-hmm. that happens every month out of levels. And the other thing that we're rolling out right now is a feature we call Fix Now, Pay Later. And as I'm sure you're aware, a lot of traditional property managers will execute on small repair jobs and then take their money for the invoice out of a future rent check. So we've taken that one step further where we've allowed you to spread that over a number of rent checks. So instead of having all three or $400 come out of the very next rent check and then have a potentially tight month, you can choose to spread that over two, four, or six different rent checks and then just have a small manageable amount come out each time, almost financing your maintenance over time for rent collection. But we think that little things like that, it's easy to do with smart technology, and it just takes major burden off of rental owners. And that's what we're all about. Yeah, it's funny because those three particular pain points you just addressed are addressed by those three features you mentioned, the maintenance, paying the rent in advance, and then the spreading the maintenance costs out over time are the three main issues I had with the property management company <laughs> I had for myself. Like literally the exact, every time I'm like, oh, yep. Oh, cash flow issue. Yep. Oh, pay, stick, not pay later. Oh, that's great. I would definitely wish I would have found a service like this when I was first starting out because those are definitely three major pain points that I had. So right now you said you launched it in Bay Area and then now it's in Chicago, right? So if I am an investor in Tampa, Florida, for example, I can't use Nestag. You can use us. We have a whole bunch of property management features that give you regular reminders about key dates and tasks, information about your units, a chat feature to allow you to keep in touch with tenants and then give notices and things without needing to exchange personal details. So you can use all our property management features. You can use all our rent collection features. But our maintenance is right now we cover pretty much all of Illinois, pretty much all of Indiana, Wisconsin area, LA and San Francisco. And that's because we want to take our time to make sure in every city that we switch the maintenance feature on, we want to take our time to make sure that we've got only the best contractors in that area locked down. And we've taken the time to make sure, verify them, make sure they're trustworthy and they do great work because obviously we put ourselves on the line and our reputation for their work. And of course, we negotiate um, our volume discounts with these guys, and, and, mm-hmm. and that takes them too. So we try to pass on some savings to our owners as well. All right, Yakin, what is your best real estate investing advice ever? Well, you know what? How about this one? If I could go back and tell myself something to do differently 10 years ago, I would have said, be more aggressive. And I would have taken on more properties sooner and I would have grown my portfolio more quickly. But I think starting out can be expensive and it can be scary, particularly when you're starting out from a reasonably comfortable financial position. You're going to sort of buy a couple of properties that you're never going to live in. You're going to carry a lot of financial risks and a lot of overheads for a while, and you may even have to compromise on your current lifestyle. But boy, it's worth it in the future. And I think especially if your long-term plans are kind of based on 401ks and things like that, I'd say you should grow a portfolio at any opportunity you can. Don't wait for the perfect deal and the perfect time and you've just got to make a start. And the sooner you make a start, the more comfortable you're going to be later in life. That would be what I'd say. Okay, you don't yeah, need I can... to go to 27 real estate events and read 10 books. You've just got to get a unit and try it. Mm-hmm.
Exactly. Are you and I ready for the best ever lightning round? Yeah, for sure. Let's do it. Okay, first, a quick word from our sponsor. Best ever listeners, go to BEC20.com. Look in the top left-hand corner. You can earn 15% as an affiliate. You can join the affiliate program and participate in the conference that way and basically earn a free ticket to the conference, BEC20.com. Best ever listeners, we have launched BestEverCauses.com. That's BestEverCauses.com. We profile a nonprofit or a cause that is near and dear to our heart, get the word out about their cause, and also donate money towards their cause. If you'd like to, one, learn more about the causes that we're profiling, we do one a month, then go to bestevercauses.com. And if you want to suggest a cause that we profile that is near and dear to your heart, then go to bestevercauses.com. And there's a little form at the bottom of the page where you can submit one and we'll check it out. All right. What is the best ever book you've recently read? Ah, this is what I really read. I love anything by Steven Pinker. I think he's an extraordinary genius and sees the world a very different way. And I think it really helps you understand the universe you live in through the, the eyes of people like that. Blank Slate? Oh, Blank Slate, yeah, there you go. Yes, you're familiar, yeah. Yeah, I'm very familiar with Steven Pinker. All right, if your business were to collapse today, what would you do next? You know what? I would do the same thing again. There you go, simple. I think this is a huge opportunity that touches everyone, where you live and how you enjoy a home. What deal did you lose the most money on and how much did you lose? That's a great point. I guess so that my answer is probably not the one you're looking for. So I have always done pretty well in the real estate side, but I've lost a lot of money investing in a handful of startups. And I think that is one of the things that goes along with startups is in the first six months or so, there's a very high chance of failure and there's a very small chance you'll change the world. And I think it's worth taking those chances because eventually you change the world. And then lastly, what's the best ever place to reach you? Oh, I'd love to hear from anyone who likes what we're doing and wants to know how we can help them. Just go to nestegg.rent, www.nestegg.rent. All right, Yakim, again, I really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing your journey with us and as well as your new business, Nest Egg. Just to summarize a few takeaways for me, so I really liked how you broke down the steps to starting a business. And again, this is in the perspective of starting a property management automated technology business, but this could be applied to real estate as well. Number one is gaining insights and understanding the space and the customer. And then you also mentioned that when you are building a new technology product, you want to make sure you're being very hyper-focused as opposed to making general solutions that don't necessarily address a specific problem or can't address a specific problem that a specific person has. And then the insights that you gained were a cash flow issue, the network of existing contractors, and then the, the confidence that's lacking and not necessarily knowing what you don't actually know. And then step two was finding the competitors and figuring out why people aren't happy with the solutions. Based off of that, you came up with Nest Egg. The three main features were the maintenance. So it's basically a help desk for landlords. And you went through the process of how you're able to basically handle the entire maintenance process for the landlord. Two was the cash flow issue. So rather than getting rent a month later or two months later, you're able to pay rent in advance. So they're paid on the first, even if you guys haven't collected that rent yet. And then three was your fix now, pay later new feature, which allows landlords to spread the costs 
of the maintenance over a number of checks as opposed to it coming out of next month's rent. And then lastly, your best ever advice, which is advice you would give to yourself 10 years ago, which is to be more aggressive, take on more properties sooner to make sure you're growing your portfolio much quicker. So again, I really appreciate it, Yakin. I really enjoyed this conversation. Best of our listeners, thanks for listening. Have the best ever day and we will talk to you tomorrow. Thank you. Best ever listeners, we have launched bestevercauses.com. That's bestevercauses.com. We profile a nonprofit or a cause that is near and dear to our heart, get the word out about their cause and also donate money towards their cause. If you'd like to, one, learn more about the causes that we're profiling, we do one a month, then go to bestevercauses.com. And if you want to suggest a cause that we profile that is near and dear to your heart, then go to bestevercauses.com. And there's a little form at the bottom of the page where you can submit one and we'll check it out. Best ever listeners, go to bec20.com. Look in the top left-hand corner. You can earn 15% as an affiliate. You can join the affiliate program and participate in the conference that way and basically earn a free ticket to the conference bec20.com.